Y'all want to know one of my favorite apps that I love using, that I use on a daily basis, really trying to help with my repetition when it comes to language learning. And that app is Duolingo. Duolingo is a perfect app to use when you want to learn a new language. Just dedicating 15 to 20 minutes a day learning different languages. Like right now, I'm learning Spanish, consistently working on my Spanish, building that up. And I feel like as the days get on, as more time I dedicate to it, I feel like I learn more and I retain more of that information that I'm learning when it comes to Duolingo. So if you don't have the Duolingo app on your phone, check it out, download it, and you'll greatly appreciate it, especially if you want to learn a new language. And I really challenge you to really work on learning a new language, especially if you live in the U.S. I believe Spanish is the second most popular language in the U.S. So if you have don't know Spanish already, check out the Duolingo app. And we back, and we back, and we back, and we back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Sauna I-E. I'm your host, XO. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. Welcome in. If you're out on the road right now, you at home, or you out on the, at the gym, whatever it may be, I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your day for listening to Sauna I-E. And I bet you're wondering, what is Sauna I-E, and what are they going to do for me today? Well, Sanai is a personal development platform for millennials who want to learn more about their brain health as well as their financial health. Every episode, we drop tips, tricks, knowledge, research, and different topics to help and develop our brain health as well as our financial health. With this episode, which we're going to begin right here is the power of habit. And I'm going to, if you stick, stick around to the end of the show, I'm going to drop one of my favorite books when it comes to the power of habits. But I usually kick off my show with some quotes of the day. And my first quote is, you're allowed to cut anyone off who is unhealthy for your inner peace. We all know how it is. We got people around us that we want to cut off or we like, oh, I have history with this person. I've been with this person for so and so long. But we have to understand that not everybody's going to be on this journey with us. Some people are just in our lives for seasons and some people are in our lives throughout our whole entire life. But we have to understand and decide, is this person good for me? Is this person good for my inner peace? Does this person bring me peace? Does this person bring me energy? And understanding that, like, if they don't, it's like, all right, it's cool to cut them off or love somebody from a distance. We can't keep people around us who bring us down, who drain us, who are constant complainers and things like that. We have to understand the difference and know that not everybody can go along with me on my journey. And you may be thinking like, oh, what if it's my spouse? And that's a different case where you might have to sit down with that spouse and let them understand like, yo, lately you haven't been good for my inner peace. We have to really come to certain boundaries and set boundaries for ourselves so we can become aligned instead of me feeling one way and you feeling a different way and having that conversation to communicate with each other and to be like, yo, I need us to be on one accord instead of us being at odds or us being against each other. And once again, that quote is, you're allowed to cut anyone off who isn't good for your inner peace. And my second quote is, you can't move forward until you stop looking back. From this moment on in time, wherever you listen to this, whenever you listen to this, understand that the past is a past for a reason. The past has lessons, and that's what it is. We can't have any regrets about any decisions we made in the past. We have to let it be and let it let ourselves live. We have to liberate ourselves from the past because 
the past is what it is. It's just lesson that you need to learn in order for you to become the person who you are today. So we can't keep looking back like, damn, I wish I did that right. Or I wish I'd done that right. Or I would have kept that relationship. Or I would have kept that friendship. Or I would have kept that job. It's like it happened for a reason. It happened for you to evolve, elevate, and grow. We can't let the past keep holding us back. We can't be prisoners of our past. We have to be pioneers of our future. Once again, that quote is, you can't move forward until you stop looking back. In this episode, like I discussed, we're going to be talking about the power of habit. And I got eight tips to really put everything into perspective when it comes to habits. And at the end, I'm going to drop that book, one of my favorite books that I constantly read every now and then when it comes to habits. And the first thing is start small. Every time we have a big goal, whether it's like, oh, I want to cut, drop 10 pounds or I want to make a certain amount of money this year, this month, whatever it may be, we have to start, start small. Start with one day at a time and figuring out, okay, hypothetically, you want to lose weight. Like, I want to lose 10 pounds. Where's the first thing you got to start at? Well, maybe it may be start going to walk in 15 minutes a day or going to the gym 15 minutes a day and add a, gradually add on throughout time. But we can't achieve it all in one day. We have to understand, like, Rome wasn't built in a day. The Great Wall wasn't built in a day. It took time. You have to lay brick by brick to get that foundation set. But understanding it has to be consistency over time. It won't happen overnight, but you just have to stay consistent. There's going to be days where you don't feel like doing it. There's going to be days where you're going to be like, dang, do I have to do it today? Or there's going to be days where a lot of the world's going to be coming at you. But you have to understand, like, I still have to stay focused on what I need to do. I have to stay disciplined on this goal, on this task. And I know how it is. I ain't a little short story for y'all today. I'm like, man, felt so good laying in bed, relaxing. It's been a long weekend. And I'm like, uh, maybe I can do this tomorrow. But it's like, nah, I have a moral obligation to put out the episodes for you guys to educate, to help us till we all can really evolve and elevate on a daily basis. So it's like you have to stay consistent even on the days where you don't feel like doing it. You have to dedicate at least 10 to 15 minutes to that project or to that goal that you want to accomplish. Make the first step small as possible. You may have a big goal right now that you're thinking about. How can you break that goal down into a small, it's like a puzzle. You want to construct that whole puzzle, but it's like, all right, I got to start with one puzzle piece at a time. What do I have to do? Maybe I have to walk for two miles or maybe I have to just read five pages in a book or even just read two to three pages in a book and understand like I got to start small to reach my end goal. But often we set out to, oh, I got to do all this at once, but it's like, nah, start small, just start small and then gradually move up. Number two would be begin with the end in mind. What is your goal? What is your vision? Imagine your future and then you can create it. Backtrack. Like, okay, how can I reverse engineer this? I want to lose 10, 15 pounds, whatever it may be. See yourself, visualize yourself with that 10 to 15 pounds dropped or 10 to 15 pounds gained, whatever is muscle. And be like, okay, I see how how I got there. Let me reverse engineer so I can start from today and move forward. When you know what you want and you create that plan, you have to create a plan to achieve it. You can't just be like, oh, I got it all in my head. No, you have to write it out. Because once you write it out, you're like, okay, I see it written. I visualize it. I see it on paper. And now I got to put that, apply the action to it. And you can work and get it done. But it's just like understanding like, okay, I got my end goal in mind, but I have to still stay present in the moment and work towards that end goal on a daily basis. And that's how you end up succeeding. Number three, 
reward yourself. Set up an external award system. We've been talking about gaining, gaining weight, losing weight, whatever it may be, gaining those pounds. Have a cheat meal. Have a cheat meal. Not a cheat day, but a cheat meal. On a Sunday when you worked out consistently on a daily basis, when you're like, all right, Monday through Saturday I worked out. Now I can like, oh, let me have a cheat meal. Whether it, what it's your favorite meal, you like, oh, I want to get some pizza. Go get some pizza. Reward yourself for your small wins. We have to constantly celebrate, celebrate ourselves and reward ourselves for the small wins because we'll think we only can reward ourselves when we achieve that goal. But it's like, nah, you can reward yourself for doing the little things, staying consistent throughout the whole week. Like if you worked out all week, it's like, okay, here's Sunday. Let me reward myself instead of like, nah, I can reward myself when I get to that goal. And it's like, nah, because it's delaying that goal and it's not making it as much enticing for yourself. So have that cheat meal on Sunday. When you read a book for each day, watch a movie, watch a binge, watch a movie, binge, watch um, Netflix, whatever it may be. Reward yourself for the small wins. That's how you keep going along the journey and understanding it's about the journey, not the destination. It's who you becoming in the process instead of who you become at the end. When you reward your behavior, you are more likely to maintain that commitment to the behavior over time. Number four is what I started doing myself when it comes to my workouts, when it comes to the gym is tracking your progress. We, we all got Walmart in our cities, Walmart, Target, if you're a Target person, whatever it may be, go buy a journal for yourself. Go buy a, a journal where you can track your progress in anything in life, whether it's like your mental health, your emotions, um, fitness, food, a food journal, whatever it may be, whatever goal you're trying to accomplish, go buy a journal so you can track your progress on a daily basis. Or even you open, open up your notes app. Notes app or they have different apps where you can track your progress. Like I use this app strong when it comes to tracking my progress in the gym. But whatever progress you're trying to make, track your progress and post the results online. The more you publicize your tracking, the more likely you'll succeed. And even tell a friend, hold somebody, have somebody that holds you accountable as you're on this journey. Like, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. I need you to hold me accountable on a daily basis where you check in. We have daily check-ins. We have daily meetings whatever it may be, so we can hold each other accountable to what we're trying to achieve so you know that you're not in it alone. When you add the element of public accountability, we increase our likelihood of persisting with that goal, with that action, with that habit. Number five, use the when and then hack. Tie the work to a specific activity or time. For example, when I'm brushing my teeth, then I'll floss. When I wake up, I'll walk the dog. You have that, okay, if I do this, then I'll do that. It, it's simple. You were like, okay, when I wake up, I'll sit on my gym clothes, then I go to the gym. Or I'll drink my water, then I'll go for a walk. Whatever it may be, use that, tie those two together so you can make it more easier for yourself. So over time, you get accustomed, accustomed to do it. That it becomes a natural habit to yourself. Number six, discipline. And motivation. Motivation fades. We know discipline remains. Develop discipline over time. Develop discipline over time. Take it one day at a time. Work on getting 1% better every day instead of trying to be like, oh, I got to be motivated today. No, just be disciplined. Take it one day at a time because not every day you will be motivated. 
trust me, I know how it is. You'd be like, oh, I want to do this today. It's like, nah, that motivation will fade. And you'd be like, uh, I'll do it tomorrow. But I'll do it the next day. You'll keep putting it off instead of having that constant discipline. Like, no, I got to do this. When you're consistent, you build your discipline muscles day in and day out. You keep building on that. Number seven, reduce friction. Choose goals and habits that align with your life. Make it as simple as possible to form habits. Reduce the friction that when it comes to, like I said, the biggest thing right now is working out or trying to make some more money. Reduce the friction. Choosing goals and habits that are, that align with your life. You're like, okay, if it go, when it comes to going to the gym, I'll go before work or you go after work. Maybe before work because after work, we already know how we get. We all tired. We just want to go home, rest, rest and relax. So reduce the friction in your life and seeing, okay, how can I fit this into my daily schedule? Oh, I got an extra 30 minutes in the day, in the morning. Bet. Let me go to the gym for 30 minutes and then go on about your day. So reduce the friction in your life instead of causing so much friction. Like, oh, I got this big goal, but I don't know where to fit it in. You have time within your day. We just have to get more accustomed to scheduling out, scheduling out our days. What? How does your how's your day look now? You write out, you know how your day is Monday through Friday. You know you're on a consistent schedule, but you're like, oh, I don't have time to do this. But when you prioritize the things that you want to do, you'll find time to fit them into your schedule. And number eight, prime your environment. If you want to write, set up a writing area. If you want to work out, set up a home gym or set up a routine that you walk throughout the day or you go to a gym that's near you. When you set this up, you facilitate your desired habits, and this will mean you're more likely to follow through with them. Like me, I'm in my office right now. This is where I record my podcast. This is where all the business I need to handle happens. So I know when I step into this room, this is my environment to be productive and handle what I need to handle. So set up your environment within your house. Figure out what place in your house, where's your reading area, where's your writing area. Like, you know... When you go to the kitchen, that's where you cook at. You know your bedrooms where you sleep. You know your living rooms, maybe to watch TV or read a book, whatever it may be. Set up your environment so you can win instead of like, oh, I don't have nowhere to do this or do that. Even if you live in a web one bedroom house or you're leaving, living in a loft or uh, I forgot what the other name is, but set up your environment. You have four corners in your room, in your house, whatever it may be. Set up an environment in each corner. Like one corner may be your writing area. The next corner may be where you read at the other corner may be where you meditate at another corner may be where you freaking i don't know but you get you get my the gist of it so set up your environment so you can win instead of being trying to put everything in one environment it's going to really that's where friction is caused but with that being said i appreciate y'all tuning in i hope this episode helped you out i'll recap the eight tips Number one was start small. Number two, begin with the end in mind. Number three, reward yourself. Number four, track your progress. Number five, use the win-then hack. Number six, discipline and motivation. Number seven, reduce friction. And number eight, prime your environment. Share the show, share the show subscribe, review, let me know what you think. And the book that I recommend, which is my favorite book to read when it comes to habits, is Atomic Habits by James Clare. Let me know what y'all think. But let me leave y'all with this. 
we can't choose the number of our age, but we can choose the age of our attitude. Have a good week. Be back with y'all again with Sana I-E. Peace.